Hi, I'm so glad that you were able to join today. Come on in. Sit with us while we have conversations, while we listen to a word of encouragement and motivation, while we reflect on scripture that will build you up, encourage you, even clarify some things that you have read that have not been clear. It's time for fresh bread. Come and dine. A blessing awaits you. Sisters and brothers, we look at the promises of God and take our reflection through Genesis 3 verse 15 and Luke 10 verse 19. Genesis 3 verse 15 says, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Then Luke 10 verse 19 says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you, or nothing will in any wise harm you. As we look at this theme guided by the thought, move your feet, move your feet, we recognize that in as much as God was passing judgment on the snake or the serpent and the humans, for their participation in the act of rebellion or sin in, diso in disobeying his instruction. We recognize that immediately God was also instituting remedy for the sin that had been enacted. But he was also addressing an ongoing issue that had spiritual proportions and intergenerational implications. In other words, what took place in the garden did not only affect Adam and Eve, did not only affect what was going on in that place, and in that time, but would have had repercussions, would have had ongoing effects from generation to generation to generation to generation. And so that which was judgment was not only an immediate action or punishment for what took place right there, but it was an instituting of a remedy that would have had implications for that generation and the next and the next and the next and the next and the next. So it became a 
promise. When, when God said, the woman shall produce seed and the seed will bruise the serpent's head. This is, this is him speaking to the serpent. And he says, thou shalt bruise his heel. And in a real way, as many of us have come to understand and believe this scripture, it was speaking of Jesus coming and being lifted up on the cross would have once and for all paid the penalty for this original sin, if you will use that language, and and then also uh, because of the dying that took place there, the bruising of his heel but i want us to realize that every act that god makes not only has implication in the time because god spans space and time god is not limited by the time when something is taking place he is not limited by what is going on right in that moment for the bible says that a day with the lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day so he does not record away or measure time in the same way that we does so he steps out of history into the present and is still in history while operating in the future in the present and in the past because god is not limited by those kinds of of, of striations those 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 kinds of lines of time or delineation god spans time in history in present and in future so when he says to the woman your seed shall bruise the serpent's head it was not only for jesus who would come but the seed of the woman i want us to understand that that is a promise that was given in the garden it's a promise that manifested in the generations coming down and even with jesus who died on the cross the bible says that we have now been raised up to sit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus and we are heirs and we are joint heirs and that means that we have the same kind of sonship that Jesus has we are also the seed of the woman and the very promise that was made in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 that Jesus declared in Luke 10 verse 19 also applies to us in 2020 for we will bruise the serpent's head and i want us to understand that even as we bruise the serpent's head that the serpent will bruise our heel but i like to back up and think about the fact that we will bruise the serpent's head and luke 10 verse 19 says it this way behold i give you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you so coming back to genesis chapter 15 and looking at the situation that was going on in there we realize that even though when they were put out of the garden came 
Cain and Abel had this conflict in which Cain killed Abel. And it looked as though that bruising of the heel was the final hit to the promise. And the Bible tells us when we read further on that Adam went in unto his wife and comforted her and they brought forth Seth. Can you imagine that at a moment in time when it seemed as though the word that God has spoken had been eclipsed, here comes the recreating power of God manifesting as he said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Here comes Seth because God continues to perform his word. Abel was not the end of it. Abel's death was not the eclipsing of that word. Here comes Seth and Seth comes and the, the word of life is in active manifestation, is in active fulfillment. And we see the same thing coming down with Moses. Even though God made all of the promises to Abraham and they went through and he took the lands that he took uh, and naming and holding on to the places where his feet was set upon, uh, that was not the end of the work. We see where the people entered into Egypt, bonded by slavery, and it seems as though the word was once again eclipsed. It seemed as though that the physical bonding of the people who that held them in bondage for those years took away that promise. But oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Uh, we see that God causes that in the midst of the bondage, that there was a family who, who gave birth, hallelujah, to a son, the woman's seed, the son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He she gives birth to, to this to this man child and calls the man child to be so taken care of, to be so groomed. In the midst of the bondage, owned by the daughter of the king. So, so he has the, the promises and the benefits of that kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Of that kingdom. But, but he was being groomed by his own mother to understand and to manifest the ways of the kingdom that he was really a part of. Can, can we draw a quick parallel when we see Jesus enthroned in heaven? under the rulership of uh, of that real kingdom that he's a part of but he steps out of that kingdom and he comes into this kingdom with the same authority and the same powers uh, that is that is that is ours uh, belonging to, to 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 humanity he steps out of divinity into the cloak of humanity bearing the same kinds of feelings the same kinds of uh, subject to the same kinds of infirmities and subject to the same kind of death as 
we are. But we see him bridging the span between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of the earth. And the Bible says that the kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. And he is the one who reigns forever and ever. So we see that the seed of the woman is bruising the head of the serpent. So Moses comes up and when Pharaoh was thinking that he had a son that would now take over the throne, he stands for the bonded people and he speaks in the voice of God and says, God says, let my people go. The, he, the head of the serpent is once more bruised. The head of the serpent is once more bruised. And we come down into New Testament scriptures where we see Jesus lifted up on the cross, bruised in his heel, but bruising the serpent's head because the sin that people were carrying and could not manage for the weight of the requirements of sacrifice. He took it upon himself. And the Bible says, God has exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so we see the promise that was made in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, manifesting through the generations on the cross, coming on to our time. Uh, and we hear these things being spoken of us, transient between the time it was spoken and now. Understand this, that every prophetic promise has a present manifestation. Every prophetic promise has a present manifestation and what that means is that at the time that it was spoken it was prophetic but that prophecy if it is true because it is true manifests in a present and i believe that this promise that was made in genesis chapter 3 verse 15 has manifestation in our present because it was not only spoken by God but even but also ratified by his son he comes again and, and he says lest you feel that you might have lost that authority that was given you in Genesis 3 verse 15 he comes Jesus speaking directly out of the mouth of God says in verse 19 of Luke chapter 10, Behold, I have given you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. The prophetic promise has a manifestation in the present. Every prophetic promise has a present 
manifestation. And just in case we were we were losing that thought about the manifestation from generation to generation, Psalm 91 verse 13 says, you will tread upon the lion and the adder or the cobra, the young lion and the serpent, you will trample down. That's when you're dwelling in the secret place of the most high. Mark 16 verse 18 says, they will pick up serpents and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 8 says, the nursing child will play by the hole of the cobra and the weaned child will put his hand on the vipers then do we see paul by the fire a viper comes out of the fire to uh, uh sting him and he shakes it off into the fire and was not hurt uh, isaiah 65 verse 25 says the wolf and the lamb will graze together and the lion will eat straw like the ox and dust will be the serpent's food dust will be the dust under your feet hallelujah will be the serpent's food they will do no evil or harm in all my holy mountain says the lord it is for the time that it was spoken genesis 3 verse 16 it was for the time that jesus came and throughout the generations until jesus came uh, and, and and but he said what he said in in luke 10 verse 19 that it would accord to us also in 2020 but not only for 2020 but also beyond until kingdom come the lion uh, or the wolf and the lamb will grace together says isaiah and job chapter 26 verse 13 says by his breath the heavens are cleared his hand has pierced the fleeing serpent my brothers and sisters the promise still stands great is his faithfulness he makes the way when there is no way hallelujah <laughs> i believe he will do it again hallelujah i believe i see you do it again you made a way when there was no way and i believe i see him do it again my brothers and sisters the promises of god are yes and amen there is no thing that you can encounter that is bigger than your god if you feel inadequate even if you feel inadequate as much as the power of god is given to you and you should feel like more than a conqueror because the word says that you are when you get to those points and we will get there sometimes when we do not feel adequate there is nothing that is impossible with our god there is nothing that the power of god cannot do nothing is beyond the plenteous grace that he gives us in his promise his promises are prophetic 
and they have a present manifestation. Move your feet is what I'm trying to say. Move, hallelujah. When the serpent begins to hurl at you, when the serpent begins to rush at you, when the serpent begins to come at you, move your feet because the promise of God says you will tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you nothing will injure you that's a promise that is yours from Genesis to Revelation Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, favorite, follow, share, so that others can participate in the blessing. Thanks for being a part of this ministry in the word. Leave us a voice message with your feedback on how this is a blessing to you. Let us know if we can use your voice message in a testimonial about the blessings that this podcast has been or any questions that you may have that you would want us to address podcast we're also looking for your feedback once again thanks for being a part god bless you